podcasting from the world's most livable city, Melbourne. This is the Your Career Down Under Show, a podcast dedicated to help newly arrived skilled migrants and settled migrants with their career and employment issues. We interview recruiters, career coaches, HR experts and employers who share tips, techniques and insights to help you land a job quickly and rapidly advance your career. Good afternoon, everyone. This is your friend, Naishad Garani, coming to you from Melbourne. And I'm the co-host of Career Care Package, our daily LinkedIn live show that focuses on jobs and career. And today is our 123rd episode, and we are talking about skills in demand in Australia. What's the hiring trend, says us, and we are going to decode the current hiring trends you know, with Tej Deshpande, who is from Edzuna. And, uh, you know, we'll be talking about, you know, we'll be also, you know, sharing the screen and looking into some of the statistics. So get your pen and paper out, uh, you know, to ask a question, but also to make some some very insightful notes that Tej is going to shed some light. And this is an area that we always wanted to talk about uh, the skills in demand, you know, what employers, what kind of, you know, industries are hiring, what kind of roles are being currently pursued. So we'll dismantle, uh, you know, all those things with you in next 45 minutes. But before we bring Tej on, let's welcome Caroline Brown, the co-host of the show. Thanks, Nation. It's super. Uh, it's fantastic to be here, and really looking forward to speaking to you, Tej, because uh, we get a lot of questions about what's coming up, or what should I do, or what are the skills in demand in the future, or who's hiring right now. So the fact that you've got that data at your fingertips, um, I'm excited by. I'm a bit of a nerd, but I know everybody else will be excited as well. So thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Nisha. Thanks, uh, Caroline, for uh, giving us the opportunity to come on uh, board and uh, give some insights around uh, what's happening post-COVID and uh, what what industries are hiring, which are not hiring, uh, as such, and and what what job outlook looks in the future. And uh, I've got a few tips as well on uh, what the job seekers or uh, people who are currently looking for work during this pandemic, uh, how can they start looking out for roles and a few pointers, uh, what, what we feel uh, are, are more important at the moment. Fantastic. So, thank you. Yeah. Excellent. So I reckon a great place to start would just be to tell people, you know, what you do at the moment for Adzuna and, and what um, what that organi- what your organisation, yeah. can't even speak, what your organisation actually does. Okay. So. Uh, Adzuna uh, is, is a smarter, more transparent job search engine, uh, which are which is used by millions of visitors per month. Now, my role here at Adzuna is I, I look after the Australia and New Zealand operations. So I'm the country manager for the ANZ region uh, for Adzuna. Now, we, we, we are globally present in about 16 countries, uh, headquartered in the UK. Now, Adzuna, I mean, we, we love using the awesome power of, of technology uh, to bring to it together every job uh, in one place and and our mission is to help match people to better more f- fulfilling jobs and uh, keep australia working now if if you look at Alzona, we have we have spent over a decade uh, developing smarter more transparent job search so job seekers worldwide can zero in on the right role faster now 
why 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 is Adzona better for job seekers or how are we different than a regular job board uh, in Australia so uh, I'll again repeat we, we are a job search engine which means we aggregate all the possible listings uh, our aim is to have 95 or, or maybe 98 percent of job ads that are currently live in Australia now the main difference uh, between between a job board and a job search engine which we are is in a job board, typically, if you look from the recruiters or, or the corporate's perspective, they, they typically have to buy job packs or basically spend on putting up a job ad there. With us, what happens is since we aggregate all the listings, a lot of recruiters and corporate organizations, they are able to post their job ads to us for free, which means we have all the possible job ads or all the job ads uh, that, I mean, that are looking to fill those roles out there. Now, I, I earlier mentioned why, why is it better for job seekers. Uh, we are a bit of a different model when it comes to job seekers. We we give access to every single job, but don't give anyone else access to your data. So your your all your CVs, we 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 do not save them or or we do not profile candidates with us. What we do is we send them directly to our clients or our employers or recruitment agencies directly, so that you can directly engage with them. Now we, we always eliminate misleading information so you can see what's real out there. And our unique tools and, and salary stats uh, help you pinpoint the perfect role uh, for the right pay. And I'll talk in detail about our, our product value, my CV at the end, uh, Satya. Mm -hmm. So, uh, do, uh, do you want to jump on the slides? Or I actually forgot to mention to put the slides, uh, but yeah. All right, so we've got the slides here now. What I'll do is I'll probably just reduce that a little bit. Yeah, so that's Edzuna for you, uh, you know, everyone. Uh, you know, it's a jobs aggregator, so that means that what I understand by that, they didn't correct me if I'm wrong. If I am if I just put in electrical engineer role in Melbourne, it will, it will give me, um, you know, all the jobs available as electrical engine, not on just available on a particular jobs board but if if a recruitment agency has put that ad on their website that will also be pulled into this so i've got a better reach a better range of the jobs uh you know available at any point in time and that's what that's precisely that's that's what it is right if i accurately say that yes absolutely i mean you're absolutely right there where uh we we sort of i mean technical terms we sort of receive all the job ads in, in, in a kind of a feed, if you like, from all these recruitment agencies and direct corporate organizations. Yeah. But then if we don't have any any of those roles with us, we sort of go and get those job ads on Adzona for our job seekers to go and directly apply. Excellent, excellent. So if you can, you know, then just, you know, let's straight away dig into the topic of the hiring trends and everything. Tell us a, a bit more about the, you know, you know, give us what really, you know, happened when the COVID started to hit and what kind of things that even Edzuna had to really ramp up your efforts. Did, what, what changes that you had to personally make at Zuna, and then we will look at some of the trends and everything. Yeah, I mean, we, we have been closely monitoring each and every industry, if you like, or each and every category of job ads uh, uh, from from when COVID started. Uh, now, we, we sort of have those job ad numbers, or we have seen a huge decline, dramatic 
decline in, in the number of job ads across industries uh, from from week eight as such. So uh, I have a slide which which if you can scroll a bit down and the best way is if, if we can put a little zoom on that, uh, I would be able to explain and, and everyone listening in they can view it as well. Yeah, so if, if you notice, I mean, you can see those three bar 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 bars on the right hand side which looks at your uh, graduate jobs hospitality and and catering as well as well as your healthcare and nursing jobs now uh, yes i understand healthcare is quite important right now everyone's hiring in the healthcare sector but at the same time when you look at hospitality and catering it is also increasing now what that means is and i'll 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 dig deep into it I mean, look, if you look at the overall graph, we have to admit that I mean, this particular chart does paint a grim picture uh, in terms of the total number of vacancies. We, we used to aggregate around 130,000 job ads any given point in time on Atsuna before COVID happened. But then from March onwards, the sort of numbers just declined to about 50,000 job ads, but then slowly started increasing. And right now, we have about 79 to 80,000 job ads if you go live on atsuna.com.au. Now, if, if, if I mean, you can see that most of the job category levels have, have fallen dramatically, but then some even more than 50%. Now, what that means is if, if there are a thousand jobs, say for example, in the healthcare industry before COVID, it has literally gone down below 500 job ad number as such. But then they've slowly started increasing as well, depending on what, what, what the government is saying, or if you look at the obvious sector, I mean, the travel jobs with, with international borders being closed and travel being restricted. Uh, this, this just isn't a lot of jobs available in this sector. However, the, the number of job ads, we have seen a little bit of increase in the travel job category, not for booking new online tickets or new airline tickets, but then we have seen those job ads increase where all organizations are looking at canceling those tickets. Now, when, when the whole industry went into, into a freeze mode, when everyone had to let go, uh, they sort of needed people back again in the business to start canceling those book tickets as such and answer uh, or, or have a, a huge, huge amount of customer service jobs in, in those travel industries as well. So yes, the travel industry is down. However, there are few jobs in there where, where candidates can apply as well. Now, if you look at, I mean, as I said, there's, there's definitely a rise in the healthcare and nursing jobs, as well as graduate jobs. But these are all all across industries when it comes to the graduate category. Now, yes, it is a difficult time. Some some people who may be out of work or or working at reduced hours, or uh, I mean, typically on a jobkeeper payment, they should look at their current skill set. Uh, what I always advise are are uh, are, are candidates who. who give us a feedback or who ask us questions, we always tell them, look at your current skill set, look at which sectors they can be transferred to. So you might have a, uh, say, a skill set, soft skill or a hard skill, I mean, uh, simple, as simple as a communication, uh, as, as, a, as a skill, that definitely can be transferred to a lot of other occupations. You don't have to be always in public relations or working at an advertising agency or as a marketing manager. So, yeah, Nishad, do you have a question, Nishad? I think, I think you were saying something. No, no, I don't have a question. I think I've, uh, you know, not, not particularly question, but I've 
wanted to just acknowledge uh, Poonam, Bali, Namit, and Saira for your uh, presence. I don't know why the screen has gone blank or so. I'm pretty sure that it, it's gone blank, is it? Yeah, it has. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, let, me, yeah. let me tweak that. Sorry, yeah, you can ask the question and I'll tweak it out. Sorry, I'm talking over the top of you. It's a bit of a delay in the internet. But the increase in graduate jobs, um, why is there, a, is, it, is it because this is sort of high graduate hiring season for, for next year or... Um, why, why the increase there? I mean, there's, I mean, there's no right or wrong answer, but w w what I can suggest or what I can say is uh, organizations are looking at graduates. I mean, there are a lot of graduates who will graduate eventually during this pandemic and companies are hiring at the moment uh, mm. in, in those areas. Now, these graduate jobs, as I earlier mentioned as well, they are not specific to any particular industry, but they are mm. all across industries. And I think with, with the whole graduate graduate uh, uh, recruitment drive, we've had few companies work with us uh, saying that we are looking for uh, a lot of graduates in the accounting field or in the marketing specialist field or even the healthcare field as such. So, uh, and that's a, uh, it's, it's a tricky one. That's the only industry which we have not seen a decline in. Uh, mm. Always, I mean, if, if, if you look at the chart which, which, uh, which we had up there earlier, that was the only industry that was always above the line. Uh, rest all the industries were just declining. Mm. Uh, in between, we are also seeing uh, a, a, a huge amount of increase in domestic and cleaning jobs. But then again, they went back down, uh, I believe, when the second wave uh, sort of started. But what that means is, again, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of repeat, uh, a lot of people get confused saying, okay, all those industries are down. Yes, they are down, but then they were further down. They have sort of come back up a little bit, but yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll take time or only time will tell when all those bar graphs will just start uh, going back up about the line. Does the graduate hiring mean, because I remember just during the GFC is when I sort of started to start to work in this place and a lot of the graduate campaigns were cut back or they were deferred or people's start dates were deferred by, by six months or so. But just do, do you think this might mean there's a little bit more confidence in the economy than, um, you know, just the terrible headlines would suggest that, that we get? Yeah, and uh, I mean, uh, the answer to that is, or, or uh, the way I would put it is, you look at any industry, not only graduate roles, all the organizations are looking at people starting work from home. I mean, I've, I've seen uh, people in the IT industry or or even in, in the banking industry who have started taking up these jobs. They've never seen that office. They've just been recruited in the past two months. So I believe even for all, all graduates with all the programming or I mean, if you look at all the educational uh, or softwares or e-learning softwares uh, and, and with your Zoom and Hangouts and Microsoft Teams, all products in place. Uh, I'm sure all these industries are looking at those graduates to start working from home. And then when 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 uh, when the industry is is back or when the pandemic goes, uh, I'm sure everyone will be obviously asked to go to office and start sort of working. So I think the deferred working, or you can start six months earlier or six months later on. I think everyone with this whole remote working concept, uh, I'm sure they are they are happy to start those those jobs right there right now. Mm. 
that makes sense absolutely all right so let's scroll to the next slide and then uh, you know we we'll look at few other things so uh, now these are uh, you know explain so these are top five categories search results from march 2020 to august 2020 give us some understanding what are these ones yeah. Okay. So, and this is one interesting slide. Uh, we we have always spoken on job numbers and which industries are hiring, but then uh, we gave it a thought, saying, okay, let us see what job seekers are actually searching uh, on on Arizona, and it gave us a totally different picture. I mean, few industries are in sync uh, in terms of what what uh, what uh, I mean, what the Department of of Prime and Cabinet is discussing, or they're talking about the job maker. Uh, there are certain industries which are in sync with the search results or what candidates are searching. But then if, if, you, if you look here closely, if you look at the admin category from the month of July to August, we have suddenly seen an increase there. Now, I mean, for, for admin or a data entry sort of job ads or, or, or those kind of profiles, you sort of don't need a very high qualification. As I earlier mentioned, there are a lot of softwares in place you can literally start working remotely uh, on on these sort of job ads. So, I mean, if, if if you look at the graph there, it shows you're looking at these uh, admin or even trade and construction or even retail ads, which again, as I said, it's surprising, which means that even if there's pandemic and where all the retail jobs are open out there, and that Victoria is is not not ready at the moment to open up. But then if you look at New South Wales, or even if you look at Queensland, where there are a lower number of cases, literally everyone is out and about, going to shops, shopping, like a regular shopping or grocery shopping, also all those sorts of things. And I've seen organizations where market giants like a Ford and Google is hiring 5,000, 10,000 people at one go as well. So, uh, I mean, yes, these numbers uh, will, will keep on changing. Uh, and uh, I'm happy to share the numbers with, with Nishad uh, every single time we, we do those analysis. Uh, uh, Nishad, if you go on the next slide, uh, I'll I'll tell you the main category which which everyone keeps on talking about is healthcare and IT specifically, where we see a lot of uh, people who are migrating to Australia as well uh, on a permanent residency or even uh, while they are studying, they have a, a two-year period where they can uh, sort of work on a post-study work visa. Uh, I think I think IT is, is one category which we have again seen a huge increase. Uh, when it comes to IT, again, I'll, I'll repeat, the remote category, there are about 4,000, 5,000 remote specific job ads who these organizations are hiring or these recruitment agencies are hiring for their for their clients. Uh, you can see there's a, there's a huge increase there in, from, from uh, what we were in the month of March to what we are now in August. Yes, there is a decline in, in uh, the hospitality and catering industry. Uh, healthcare, again, it's a bit of a hit and miss where suddenly we see that there is a requirement each, each and every month. In the month of August, we've sort of seen a decline, a little bit of decline, but it's not much, it's about 1% of what people are searching. Uh, but then, as I said, you have your skill sets. There are job seekers who can transfer their skill sets to, to different organizations and different industries as such. So, uh, yeah. I think there's so, one more slide. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just going to say with this um, graph, it's, it's the jobs that people are searching for based on sector um, over over time, is it? Is that the. 
Yes, because uh, Caroline, look, what what we have to look at it or also look at is, uh, it's it's very difficult to to get a final answer or get a final statistics on what candidates are searching. I mean, mm. normally, if if you're working in a retail industry, uh, since we are a search engine concept, candidates who 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 have been used to searching jobs on Atsona, we always see their search industries. There are few who actually put in a job title. I mean, some someone might put in business development manager as a whole term, but then someone might just put in BDM, or someone might just put account manager roles. Someone might just put in sales executive, account executive. So, I think I think I think it's 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 sort of a, a, like a free keyword search what, when when candidates look for jobs mm. and. The other thing is, I mean, think about it this way: if if a if a sales manager or, or a business development manager, if they've worked in a manufacturing industry, and if if there is a business development job available in even in the banking industry, then it really depends on what they're searching. I mean, if they look for business development manager roles, then all industries will suddenly just just mm -hmm. pop up and throw those job ads which are out there in the market. But then, if they specifically put an industry, then only those industry roles come up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and and one more point I would like to add is, uh, I mean, if the other industries, as I said, IT and also trades and constructions, uh, which both fall under the national priority list from the Department of Education, Skills, and Employment. So we have seen a direct correlation whenever there's an announcement made. We suddenly see that candidates start searching or looking for those roles, and then at the same time, you have those job ad numbers increase in those categories or in those industries as well. Mm. So, say for example, where the healthcare and nursing that sort of trended up generally from I don't know April through to July, people yes. are thinking that those jobs in that sector are going to be in demand, and therefore doing some more searches around that. Yeah. Yes, and look, one interesting fact on on uh, the healthcare industry is, I mean, if if you look at if if you just go on at zona.com.au and if you look at healthcare as as or if you just search for healthcare jobs in Victoria or just healthcare in New South Wales, what you will find is when it comes to healthcare, we always feel that okay, there are only going to be doctors, allied health professionals, or registered nurses, but then there are few occupations or there are few roles which are even cleaners, say, for example, or even patient attendants. So where there's a basic qualification required, so you don't have to go through an entire medicine degree to be a cleaner at a healthcare facility. You can just be a cleaner working in a different industry or be working in a facility management industry and then suddenly just if there's a job at, you can sort of work in, in the healthcare industry as well, mm -hmm. where you're a perfect fit or, or it, I mean, the profile matches. So, and, and I mean, that's very key, key to the point there, because when everyone says, oh, there's a high demand in healthcare, we always think that, okay, which means that, okay, we are looking for doctors, we are looking for nurses, we are looking for those, uh, I mean, what do you say, candidates in, who have been doctors and registered nurses who have those qualifications, but then there are also other roles in that industry, which, which recruiters and all these healthcare organizations post those job ads. Mm. Yep, that makes sense.
Excellent. Do you want me to scroll to the next slide, Tej, and uh, look at the... Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's another one on which we found an interesting uh, uh, increase or, or increase in number of accounting and finance jobs. Now, again, it's, it's very difficult to say why there's a sudden increase in, in those search results. Uh, but then we have seen the engagement of candidates when they are searching for, uh, and I, as I earlier gave the example of a business development manager in a, a banking and financial organization, if they are searching for business and accounting or, or sorry, business development manager or sales manager roles, and if the banking job, app, job ads come up right on top of the search results, then we are seeing that there is an engagement where those candidates are applying for those particular roles. But if you see even 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 teaching, which is we've seen um, a lot of lot of clients who work with us in the tutoring industry, where suddenly there's where everyone is working from home again with all the technologies possible, we can sort of start tutoring or teaching uh, a year twelve uh, uh, what do you say students or or even even if you want to learn some music, you can you can basically get a music teacher or uh, like a guitar teacher or, uh, or, or or basically a flute teacher as well uh, and you can do all those things online so there's no there's no need to be in face to face for these kind of jobs so uh, if, if you have a skill which you have always found or if, if, if it was your hobby all this while uh, I believe you can start picking up those kind of jobs as well so uh, where, where I understand it's, it's everyone's dream to work in the industry that they always wanted to or where they have sort of uh, uh, got their first degree in. Uh, but right now, yes, I mean, you, you should start picking up all those other roles as well. Uh, it's, it's, it's what I feel. Mm. Yeah, it's um, funny. Nash and I talk about that concept of, you know, like your true north in terms of what role you have, but you can apply it across different sectors and also within, you know, slightly different or different variations within different sectors as well. And it sounds like the, the data is pointing to pointing you to do that. Yeah, we, we, we work with um, CSIRO's Data61 team as well, where um, they have built a, built a data skills dashboard. And uh, one example I would like to give is um, when when uh, your airlines uh, suddenly said we can't operate in this pandemic and uh, we can't uh, have all these employees with us where typically they were asked to leave the organization. Now, I'll give you one, one skill set or one skill where, say for example, if you're a cabin crew and you sort of have to get a qualification or a, or a certification for working with children's check, now, working with children's check is required in a lot of other occupations or industries as well. So what we have seen is the data skills dashboard are used, is, is used by a lot of job seekers currently who have been uh, basically made redundant or uh, are working lower hours. They can sort of find what skills or what profile or what certifications uh, airline industry needed and where they can actually use that same skill and same certification in, in other industries. I mean, it could be something like uh, an early childhood teacher as well, or even working uh, as, as, a, a, as a food attendant or, or uh, looking after kids in that facility, in, in those early childhood centers, where you need a basic qualification, not you don't have to 
do a whole degree as such to be at least to be uh, be a helping hand in those uh, early childhood centers. So uh, there are there are a lot of those job jobs available there, which which I think I think uh, everyone should uh, look at where they can transfer those skills and uh, pick up that job. It's funny, a friend of mine was saying she was in the supermarket the other day and she was getting exceptional levels of service, like a big smile and a real engagement. And uh, she said oh, to the, the person at the, the checkout, do you, do you work here? And she's like, no, I was a flight attendant. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's like you could really tell in the way that she was, um, you know, making eye contact and talking to people and so That's on. And just a nice little example of people that have, shifted their skill set basically or being pragmatic as well so yes yeah. yes and uh, look i mean I'll, I'll i'll cover that point in in uh, in the next slide uh, on on uh, the products uh, which is value my series which we have because we often often don't don't focus on what skills we actually have uh, apart from our regular qualifications and experience but then uh, as, as you rightly said, maintaining eye contact, which is yes, quite important when you're working in the airline industry, and how even those small skills or those small, small uh, strengths that you have, you can actually transfer it to, to different industries. Uh, I would like to talk one point on upskilling, and, and I often get asked, uh, is, it, is it a good time to upskill? And uh, yes, I mean, the answer is yes, it is definitely a good time to upskill. Uh, yourself and, and future-proofing your career out there now. In fact, uh, I, I, I read in in, a, in an article where Open Universities survey showed about 60% of people who applied for a course were highly motivated by the pandemic and, and rightfully so. Now, think about, uh, as I earlier mentioned, think about transferring your skills in your current job which, which may be applicable to other jobs out there as well. Look for scholarships, look for government grants to see if, if they can help subsidize your course fees. Other point is, if you're currently interviewing or looking for a new job, remember to always ask the question to your employer if they're offering training courses so you are able to progress in your next role with your new employer. We often don't ask these questions. We say, okay, yes, I will be able to do that job. If they like you, you just sign up the offer and start working. But then right now is the time where organizations are also open to give out those training courses or hook you up with some university or online learning where you can progress in your role. Now, I, I mentioned about Value IC, which is basically uh, a tool for job seekers where it, it tells you what, what you should be earning based on your experience. Now, there's no bias, no personal opinions. It's just data that, that we process. Now, it is a free free option for job seekers. It's simple. You can upload your CV. We, we, we support about 30 or more formats, uh, including a Word and PDF. But then if you want to download your LinkedIn profile PDF, you can just upload it. Now, what it typically does is it, it automatically checks your for common mistakes, which we sometimes overlook. Uh, the CV checker that looks at your CV, the way an HR person or an HR recruiter would, would, would look at it. It analyzes your spellings, it analyzes your career gaps. It also tells you that your CV is a bit longer or shorter and how you can improve that. Now, the algorithm which, which we use is, is trained on hundreds of thousands of CVs that we receive. 
which which matches your skills, your experience, the organizations that you have worked with, your profiles, your skill set, and 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 it it basically tells you here are the job ads or recommended job ads based on your profile, and as I mentioned earlier, you can directly apply or basically apply to the company role directly from there with just one click. So what we call is a one click apply. Now we have received feedback from job seekers that it has given them new career paths that they have never considered. And if you go on and if you try and upload your CV on on uh, on Value My CV, what you will notice is it will tell you that okay, if you are a marketing manager, you can work in the marketing manager uh, industry. You can work as a marketing manager. These are the job ads available. But then, if there are certain skill set which can be transferred maybe to, to be a SEO specialist or to be a SEM specialist where these certain organizations are only looking at these kind of roles or these kind of, uh, uh, what do you say, job seekers or, or, or basically candidates, uh, you can apply to those job ads as well, where you're currently looking at a full marketing manager uh, portfolio or, or you're looking at, if you're doing SEO, you're doing SEM, you're doing digital marketing, you're also doing email marketing, but then there are there are those roles out there which are only specific to those email marketing, where if you can't find a marketing manager role, I would highly suggest to apply for that email marketing because you have that experience in your current organization. Uh, Value My CV tool, again, also lets you explore salaries. Uh, it tells you the skills you need and, and there are live vacancies which, which keeps on changing every every hour on its own. Uh, as I earlier mentioned, we, we, we search or we basically host thousands of websites, job websites, thousands of jobs, and bring together all of them in one single search. Uh, you can only see jobs that interest you. And, and that's basically based on your preferred location, salary, and the type of contract. There's a new category which we have introduced for a lot of recruitment agencies and corporates, which is called a remote category, where if you just do a remote as a keyword search, on that screen you can see hospitality as a keyword search, but if you just do remote, you should be able to show you 4,000 to 5,000 job ads, which are live on Amazon. Uh, on on the screen here, there's uh, there are a few numbers and a few statistics on the right-hand side, when it, where it shows you there are 1,193 hospitality jobs right now. If you further click there, uh, when you go on the website, it'll actually tell you uh, where are those job ads located region-wise, which organizations are the top organizations hiring in that hospitality industry, and what's an average salary look like in, in that particular region where you're looking for those job ads. So you can also subscribe to our job email alerts where we can keep on sending you, we keep on sending you those relevant jobs that you want to work in. So you can set up either one job email alert with, with the keywords or the job titles, or you can have multiple of them as well. And again, depending on, on the area you live in or the region that you live in, uh, you can create those multiple uh, job categories uh, or, or email alerts uh, for you. I've got a question for great tool, um, you know, in terms of knowing that you've covered all of the, the jobs, but also identifying what your tra transferable skills are. I think people really struggle to do that. We do have a question around along those lines from Valen, which is, you've mentioned that we can find a job in another area where we think we can transfer our skills. Do, 
do you really think employers or recruiters think that they are transferable within a job description because they're always mentioning industry as a requirement? It's a very, uh, um, yeah, very good point. Yes, um, uh, that's, that's a good question. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll let you answer first and I'll, I'll, I'll process that question. I'll read it again because I just opened the comments tab. Yeah, uh, no, that's okay. So I think, yes, look, it depends on this. It depends on the job and that, that you're applying for. I mean, and I'm working with a CIO at the moment that is in a regional area and they, you know, the job ad does not specify that particular sector. Um, so the other thing is that, you know, a lot of, and, you know, I know that you're talking about advertised jobs, but a lot of jobs, a lot of people will take a referral from somebody who's outside of the sector as well. So if you're coming up against that barrier, it's a, a hard barrier, you probably do need to look at different ways that you might actually, um, you know, sit, seek to find a job. Sometimes, and maybe Tejdi or Data might prove this as well, that a lot of jobs in regional areas are left, you know, there are skill shortages in regional areas and a lot of job, uh, you know, a lot of employers are less pedantic around the sector, but they want a good person. So if you're struggling in an area of intense competition, you might want to cast the net and you can move. You might want to cast the net a little bit wider in terms of um, the region that you would target as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah look, I, I, absolutely. I mean, point there. And, and uh, one more thing I, I can definitely tell you, skills are definitely transferable. Uh, but uh, to, to answer to Balin, uh, I understand, yes, even when I used to talk to recruiters, they're like, okay, you, you don't have that industry experience. You, what you have is all business development or account management or marketing experience. And I mean, th that's a point where you sort of have to talk your, I mean, walk the talk, if you like, where, yes, I mean, you, you can transfer your skills, but if, if in certain industries, I mean, if you look at market specialists, say, for example, they sort of need a, a specific certification or license that you require. So, which means that if you don't have that habit, you can definitely get that one. I mean, get one for you. But again, do you really want to work in a mortgage industry or are you happy working in, in the industry that you're currently working in? So, but yeah, to answer that question, I, I, I feel definitely skills are transferable, but then when it comes to industries, yes, he's, he's absolutely right there. You always get uh, asked these questions saying, but you're not from this industry, you're from a different industry. Uh, and I, I, I've still got friends who, who sort of studied with me and they're still, uh, I mean, few of them are looking, still looking for jobs because they've always been consulting all this while uh, or being a freelance consultant. But then uh, even, even, even myself, like I, I come from a, television, uh, what do you say, uh, like a broadcast media background where I was in advertising sales, but then I'm still in advertising sales, but then my industry is completely changed, which is we are looking at job advertisements, not television advertisements. So uh, as I said, the skills can definitely be transferred, uh, but yeah, industry as well, we've seen a lot of, lot of recruiters uh, help job seekers change their industries. I think it's also, Balan, you know, about your, your desire to work in that different sector and understand why they might be asking that question. So is that sector, say for example, you know, is it in marketing, you might be marketing into a very saturated sector versus, you know, something that, um, you know, there's three big players and there's a different sort of skill set. So you kind of want to understand 
if the recruit is advertising for a sector, what is it that characterises that sector? And have you worked in something that has more difficult challenges, for example, and then you can have that conversation and overcome that objective, um, objection. So it's always worthwhile um, digging into that a little bit more if you can, um, you know, get, do your own research. But um, And again, I'd go back to, you know, have a look on LinkedIn and see um, who's working in that particular sector and if, if they've made a change from another sector or have a conversation with them around what is it that's unique or difficult or challenging in the in the sector that you work and get that, you know, get that insight from them as well. There's always a way around these things. Um, you know, you don't have to take the first no that you get. And I think people that are successful Absolutely. <laughs> do Absolutely. that. Just give another little example if I can. One of my clients is a, a teacher and if she hung around with teachers, she'd think that teachers never change their career. Like, you know, it's impossible for teachers to change their career. But she looked on LinkedIn and put in some keywords around teacher and research and found a whole bunch of people that had actually made the change. So, it do, you know, you've got to kind of challenge the assumptions that you might have in your head, but, you know, go and do your research with the data that, that's available as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And look, I mean, uh, and that's, that's uh, I mean, rightly said, I, I remember my, my first job here uh, with a uh, conference company. Uh, our first manager there was actually uh, a Marine uh, in the US Army. So, uh, and, and he was basically selling conferences. So, <laughs> no one said no to him. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's basically, you can switch careers and uh, we currently run a big campaign uh, or I mean, from the business point of view, if you look at it for the defense force uh, recruitment where they're not only hiring, uh, I mean, when, when you think it's, <laughs> it's army, you only think that's a field job. Uh, or you have to be on a ship or on a Navy ship or, or be an Air Force pilot. But no, we, we also hire for warehouse coordinators. There are chefs, there are chaplains as well, uh, which which uh, Defense Force is hiring at the moment. So, uh, yeah, always, always look for those skills and, and those job, <coughs> sorry, those job titles, uh, what, what they're looking for. And resume also plays an important role, Bali. And I think, you know, if you are able to able to really translate your success and, and align that to the future roles, I think people will be more than, you know, they'll be interested to talk to you. And secondly, is that, you know, in this competitive environment, obviously you are pitching against people who have got predictable work history. They've always worked in certain kind of industry, which should be looked at, you know, favorably. I feel I think if you look at yourself as a consumer. You call a building contractor to build your house. You would want somebody who's got some experience. You are probably less likely to give somebody who's just finished his or her apprenticeship and say, "This is my first contract." Right? You would, as a consumer, you would also hesitate to do that. Now, then you got to really think about what will compel the other person to give you a chance. At least have a meeting with you. At least have a word with you. And I think it 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 relates to one is that having a firm belief that you are able to make the transition. It is possible for you to do that. And then translating that on a piece of paper that even the piece of paper resume also says that, yes, you have got all the things required to, to be able to work in that particular sector, probably in a similar role. I changed my career from sales engineer to work in employment consulting, which has got absolute zero connection 
but i was able to do it because i i i spent some time to really deeply understand what that industry was and then i crafted the documents because i i met some people in the industry i studied about that and then i took the first step and i think that really worked uh, you know worked for me but i think those are some of the some of the thinking points you know about and hopefully you know it kind of helps you to to shape that strategy um you know tej we are coming to an you know very close to it are there anything else that you can share with us what do you think what are some of the things that you have seen around job seeking and any other trends that you have seen uh there is emerging uh you know or any hiring situations because uh, we have also seen a, a, a probably a huge rise exponential rise in video interviews and everything else too so can you share some some sort of you know information around that yeah look uh, i mean video interviewing is a is a very interesting topic where uh, we sort of partner with few few vendors as well in, in that space where uh we've seen uh technologies like video interviewing where after you apply for a job they sort of automatically send you uh to record a 1 minute pitch of of what you are uh so what we call as the elevator pitch or if you are a startup how would you pitch uh, someone while you're in an elevator as such like so basically a 60 second pitch uh there are a lot of other technologies where you might feel that you're actually talking to a recruiter but then uh you you are basically talking to a computer but then the technology is so advanced that based on what you talk i mean if you're talking about your your uh, skills like your python or perl developers the sort of language that you speak the 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 technology picks that up and asks you questions and takes deep around so i mean i'm not saying these technologies are are going to take over all recruiters out there but then it's sort of Uh, there are these technologies in place which are shortlisting those candidates based on what what's what's happening in the industry uh typical industries which are which are uh hiring at the moment as i said uh, look again there's no right or wrong answer uh there are job ads available in, in all those industries uh because if i would say if travel industry is down typically we wouldn't have any travel jobs but then there are travel jobs out there which is still apply to but then the main industries which are growing are definitely have your healthcare uh hospitality in new south wales has increased where all the pubs and restaurants are open where now they still need all the all their employees back or if if all their employees have joined some other industries and if they are happy now they have to go and look for new candidates as such to work as a wait staff or as a bartender as well so uh as i said keep 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 looking for jobs do it do your searches set different different search parameters on uh, your skill sets your job titles different regions as well where right now if if there's no job available in in new south wales you can very well go and work in canberra as well where there's a huge government hiring happening so government's always hiring uh, you should apply for those roles i would say uh, but yeah look and said there's is no right or wrong answer uh, it i think it, it all depends on what what the prime minister says what the department of skills and education and employment says where there's a requirement uh and and how and suddenly you'll see that there's a sudden increase in the number of job ads so uh like even even for the matter property market when everyone's saying your house prices are down but then uh they still want people in the property market to to be a real estate agent or or to be a real estate consultant so uh 
jobs are never going to stop. But this is what I feel. There will be jobs out there for, for every possible industry. So. It's very encouraging news to, to hear, Ted. <laughs> and I'm sure people that are listening will be very encouraged as well. Because I just remember at the start of the pandemic, I thought, oh, my God, I'm never going to get another customer again. Like, this is nice. <laughs> and as things sort of slow, you know, emerge differently. But uh, yeah, it's um, it's been very encouraging to listen to to what you've said. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Thank you very much, Stage, for coming along and um, you know, and, and sharing some of these insights. I definitely want you know request all of you to go and check out the adzuna.com.au and also the value my CV as well because. And I think it will it will just expand the way you think about your resume and what are possible career paths as well, you know, which is always interesting in this time. So, you know, we look forward to to your feedback. If you want to get in touch with Tej, he's on LinkedIn to uh, you know follow Edzuna because they post a lot of interesting stuff on their LinkedIn page as well. Um, Caroline, what's happening tomorrow? So tomorrow we've got Richard, and Richard is going to talk about how he turned his career and life around through volunteering, um, going from working in the corporate sector to actually becoming a teacher at TAFE and now working in the drug and alcohol rehab sector. Really interesting insights into you know why why he did it, but um, you know things that he learned from it and and how he kind of segued his unpaid experience to a paid job, which I think is going to be really valuable for people to listen to because if you want to change your career, you know, volunteering is a great way to experiment, but you also build up great connections as well. So please tune into that. And if you're watching this on YouTube, if you can subscribe, we put videos up daily at three o'clock so you can get notified. Please follow the hashtag career care package. I think I've ticked off all the things on my list, Nish. Do you, do you have anything to leave people with? No, that's it, Tej. Again, thank you very much for being on the show and sharing the insights. And we will do this again tomorrow, uh, you know, 3 p.m. And we'll, uh, you know, talk to Richard on this. Um, and last thing, if you are in Victoria, mask up. If you are lucky like Tej, he's in Sydney, you can do whatever that you want to do. Or if you have anybody else listing anywhere else, please stay safe and look after yourself and your family members. And we'll do this tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thanks, 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 Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Your Career Down Under show. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to know more about how Your Career Down Under can help you, please reach out to us on www.yourcareerdownunder.com.au. And if you have got a question about today's episode, or if you want us to do a particular show on a particular topic, please reach out to us. We would love to do that. Until next time, be well.